welcome to my podcast, Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. I'm Dr. Tio Wan Lin, and in this week's Dermatology Flash Briefing, we're going to talk about bacne. Now, bacne is actually the colloquial term for back acne, which is essentially a type of acne-like rash that occurs over certain parts of the body, uh, principally uh, the areas that produce oil, such as the chest and the back area. Um, it's also known as truncal acne, which can affect um, adolescents as well as young adults and we're going to talk about what actually causes it today. Now, when an individual enters into puberty, there are certain changes uh, in the body that include fluctuations of the sex hormones. Specifically, we are interested in the production of testosterone, uh, which occurs in both men and women, which also functions as a trigger for oil production. Now, what happens is then inflammation of the hair follicles uh, in, in certain individuals who are genetically prone to developing acne. Uh, now, the true form of back acne is actually part of acne vulgaris. Um, and you find that the individual likely also has acne on their face. However, a form of back acne is actually a fungal infection known as pityosporum folliculitis. Um, it has been termed as fungal acne, which is a misnomer because it's not really a form of acne, but rather a type of hair follicle infection that is caused by a yeast. Um, this yeast overgrows in a humid uh, tropical or summer-like climate. It's very common in Singapore, for example, where I, where I practice. Um, and also, it, um, it's common in individuals who tend to produce more oil. Um, it is characterized by multiple small bumps on the surface of the skin that actually look very similar to each other. And they may actually be itchy. Uh, and this is different from t traditional acne bumps. Now, what are the risk factors that predisposes one to bacne? First of all, it's important to note that bacne in most cases is a combination and not just one of the two conditions. The reason is really because if you are acne prone, you already produce oil, uh, more oil than your peers. And this puts you at a higher risk of getting colonized with this yeast, which causes uh, pityosporum folliculitis. The yeast is known as Malassezia furfa. Genetic susceptibility is one key factor which determines the content of the sebum the individual produces and consequently affecting the microbiome of the skin. So this explains why uh, certain individuals never develop uh, acne uh, despite being exposed to the same environmental uh, triggers as another person. Now, for the specific triggers uh, that can cause acne, we've talked about living in a humid tropical climate um, or in individuals who get flare-ups during the summer season. This is really because 
when the weather is hot um, and you sweat more, this changes the local skin microbiome and um, the fungal organisms, Malassezia furfa, as well as bacteria that causes acne, are uh, known as sea acnes, then proliferates. This will then increase your chances of developing bacne, um, the local factors that's caused by, say, textile skin interactions are also relevant in this context. So, for example, if you are exercising a lot and you stay sweaty throughout the day and don't change out of your wet clothing, this causes an accumulation of sweat mixture with dirt, grime and bacteria. Um, all of that will cause secondary infections in individuals who suffer from bacne. Wearing tight-fitting uh, clothing, especially from non-breathable synthetic or elastic material, all that can occlude the surface of your skin and can cause your symptoms to get worse. Um, breathable textiles, especially those uh, that actively cool the skin, such as uh, those with dry fit textile technology usually um, help to cool the skin and do not get saturated with sweat during intense exercise. Cotton, linen and silk are traditionally considered breathable textiles that helps to regulate the skin microenvironment. Uh, but the downside is that a lot of these materials, so for example, cotton, um, is not suited to many clothing styles and may not suit, say, for example, uh, workwear. And besides, if it gets saturated with sweat, such as in the case of sportswear, it actually becomes very heavy. Newer textiles, such as those derived from biodegradable plant sources, lyocell, tensol, so these are actually beneficial for the skin microenvironment. Um, and, you know, also the fact that it's made from plant waste, uh, all that is part of the uh, sustainable approach uh, towards, um, you know, retail fashion. And at the same time, also it's beneficial for the creating of a, a breathable skin microclimate. And uh, what happens really is that it reduces the humidity around the skin and um, the skin microbiome consequently uh, is a lot healthier. Now, the importance of clothing doesn't just stop at the material it's made of, but also the design, the cut. Well, the material itself, um, it is important that it has a smooth surface. So uh, textiles such as wool, for example, acrylics, these are a little bit prickly on skin and would definitely worsen symptoms of an, for an individual with back knee and eczema for that matter. The design should allow for adequate airflow and comfortable movement, um, you know, for the junction between the skin and the garment. Um, it's very important uh, to reduce the, um, you know, chances of occlusion related dermatosis. 
Now, the evolution of biofunctional textiles is also very relevant in the treatment of disorders such as BACNI, where there's a large body surface area affected, unlike uh, individuals who only have acne on the face. Um, and, and when uh, cream application may be difficult, uh, it stands to be a promising uh, mode of therapy. Now, topical antibiotics for the treatment of acne has been around for decades, but it's proved uh, itself to be quite tricky because of uh, the emergence of drug resistance. And uh, biofunctional textiles essentially function as topical antibiotics, but without the risk of bacterial resistance. Now, finally, we're going to go on to my tips for treating acne. First of all, use an antibacterial body wash. My patients use a medical grade honey cleanser that emulsifies and also leaves a humectant layer on skin. Um, it is naturally antibacterial. Commercially available antibacterial cleansers, triclosan, for example, um, is used in uh, Singapore by some dermatologists, um, but there has been some concern about its perhaps medium to long term effects on hormonal regulation. Um, a prescription retinoid uh, is also helpful in the adjunct treatment of acne. It can help reduce the appearance of blackheads, whiteheads. Uh, now, these are all forms of acne, um, respectively known as closed comedones and open comedones. Um, they subsequently become inflamed when, when it's infected. And um, some of the topical medications, uh, besides retinoids that can be helpful in the treatment of acne, um, are in the realm of botanicals. So berberine, which is derived from Eastern medicine, is an active ingredient that has been proven in dermatology research um, to successfully suppress various acne pathways, uh, including inflammation, scar formation, um, antioxidant properties, and also has minimal to zero irritation potential. In my practice, we are also using a biofunctional textile. Um, it's a, a kimono to be worn at night that's impregnated with uh, metallic nanoparticles that have a broad spectrum biocidal effect uh, as an adjuvant treatment for acne. Now, there is an ongoing clinical study. So um, if you are interested in enrolling yourself in this study, please contact the email which we've left in the uh, podcast transcript. Now, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. We've covered some of the key characteristics of acne and also shed some light on when acne isn't acne um, and that's when it's a form of a fungal infection known as pityosporum folliculitis. The common preventive measures include topical medications, oral medications may be indicated uh, as part of acne treatment if the condition is severe. The um, novel concept of applying biofunctional textiles for treatment and also um, some interesting tips which you can uh, hopefully incorporate in your lifestyle uh, when it comes to fashion choices that will reduce your chance of developing 
back me. You can follow me on my Instagram at Dr. Tio Wan Lin and also get a podcast transcript at www.scienceofbeauty.net.